0: 608 93, steamy degrees on Peachtree Street. Traffic stinks. This show won't. We hope, anyway. We're going to keep you entertained for the next two hours. Kicking off a millennial match game in just a second. But first, we got breaking news. Deb Green, producer of the Mark Aram Show. Where is programming Hector? change tomorrow? Normally, the Mark Aram Show heard uh, Monday through Friday, six to eight p.m. Tomorrow, folks, will be on an hour or only for an hour, but earlier. We'll be on four from five, four to five p.m. Broadcasting live from Sun Trust Park. Pride of the Braves playoff games will be outside at the Delta Gate. Myself, are we all the bananas going to be there tomorrow? Yep. We will all Excellent. be there. Very cool. So, so they can so
1: come say hi to us.
0: That's it. Come say hi to us tomorrow. I guess we'll be out there earlier, like 3.30. Uh, we'll broadcast till 5 uh, before the Braves game. So mm. if you're going to SunTrust Park for the playoff game tomorrow, uh, come and see us against the Cardinals. Bring we'll be us out there cold early. water. Yeah, bring us cold water. Or milkshakes. Or shakes. beverages or something. Or oh, milkshakes. It's yeah, going it to be hot as yes. Longoria tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, come. I think that's pretty cool. Thanks for the station to make that happen. And... I have to do an hour show tomorrow, and I get paid the same, which is even better. <laughs> which is even better, Longoria. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we're going to play Millennial Match Game. We've got a virgin millennial in studio. Actually, I don't know if you're a virgin, Joseph, but uh, you've, you're virginal to the Millennial Match Game. He shoot me a look right now, Joseph from our promotions team. How are you, Joseph? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you doing? Welcome to the uh, to the Mark Aram Show and Millennial Match Game. Thanks for doing this. Your first Millennial Match Game. Uh, you were at the promotions team. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um,
1: I'm 25 years old. Um, I live in Kennesaw. Graduated from Kennesaw State uh, University. Yes, Go Owls. owls. Hooty <laughs> Hoop. Um, I play in a local band called The Relics, and we play around the Atlanta area. I'm guessing not. I'm, I'm sensing a, uh, 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 whatchamacallit. Uh, an, accent an accent that's not Kennesawite. <laughs> really, I, I get that a lot. People wow. always say have an accent, but the funny thing is, I was actually born in Athens, Georgia. But oh, I, really? Yeah, people always think I have an accent.
0: I thought, um, yeah, I would have thought like uh, you sound like you belong in you too. That's that's <laughs> pretty <too>. cool. <laughs> yeah. What's your band's name? We're called the Relics. The Relics. All right. Doesn't he have an accent? Yeah. <laughs> That's so I funny. I think so. All right. <laughs> Very good. Kind of sounds
1: Australian. All I right. get that, too, all the time. I, yeah. I need to start going with I would with go it. with
2: that if you're that's in a band. Chick- yes. dig it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. sure. For that reason, Just you know, say I, yes. I've been, I was going to... I always
0: forget to just say yes, too. Yeah, i like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm from Sydney. Yeah, exactly. All right, so here you're in luck because this is a musical edition of uh, Millennial Match Game. It's called Finish the Lyrics. So I'm going to play a famous lyric that maybe be uh, a famous song cut that maybe a millennial might not know, and I'm going to ask you to finish the lyric, all right? So sit back, relax. You're going to have fun, Joseph. Let's meet the contestants on the phone. Matthew's up on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Matthew. Good afternoon. Afternoon, my friend. Uh, a little bit about yourself, sir.
3: So I'm 42 years old. I'm also uh, originally from Athens, Georgia, a Bulldog native. And uh, I am a member of the much smaller uh, Department of Defense in Atlanta, Georgia, both as a soldier and as a civilian.
0: Excellent. Thank you for your service and thanks for playing. Matthew, you're going to be playing against Nick in Marietta. Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, Mark. Uh, longtime
3: listener, uh, first-time caller. Uh, I, uh, I live in Marietta. I am a contractor. I do a little bit of everything, but uh, happy to be on. Beautiful. How old are
0: you, Nick? 34. 34 and 42. All right. And Joseph the Millennial is 25. Yes. All right. Let's do it, Longoria. Let's play Millennial Match Game. All right. It's the Finish the Lyric edition of Millennial Match Game. Uh, We're going to start off with Matthew since uh, alphabetically, I guess, we'll go. All right. uh, Here's the uh, cut. I'm going to play a cut from a famous song. You have to guess whether Millennial Joseph will be able to finish the lyric or not. You don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether or not Joseph will know. Here we go. Finish the lyrics edition of Millennial Match Game. Go. I play your part, and you play your game. Will Millennial Joseph know what the lyric is to finish out that famous song? Matthew, I'm
3: gonna uh, say I hope so. You say I hope, hope so. so. <laughs> uh,
0: Joseph, the millennial, what's the rest of that song Lyrico? You give love a bad name. Love, love That's the
1: uh, right after right after the uh, the part you stopped at. Yeah. Sorry about that. All
0: right, yeah. so we do get a point. Matthew gets the point. All right, Nick, you're up. Uh, speaking of YouTube, we got a YouTube clip here. Will Millennial Joseph know how to finish this famous song lyric? the next lyric, my friend? Will he know it? Will Millennial Joseph know it, Nick? I'm gonna say no. You say no. Nick says no. Millennial Joseph, what's the rest of that lyric,
1: buddy? But I still haven't found what I'm looking for.
0: I'm missing the second part. What did you stop
4: today? It's that?
0: the full piece, that's why. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, you're right. You got it. Uh, still haven't found what I'm looking for. All right, one to one. Doing all right so far in the finished lyrics edition of Millennial Match Game. Round two of Millennial Match Game brought to you, as always, by our buddies at Rocco's European Garage. Millennial Joseph in studio, 25 years young. Sounds like he's uh, from Australia, but he's from Athens originally. Now lives in Kennesaw. Finished the lyrics edition. Um, all right, Matthew, you are up. Famous 80s song. I believe it's an 80s song. Uh will millennial Joseph know how to finish this lyric I was be incomplete I been here I was
2: sad and blue but you made me be
0: yeah you made me feel shiny and new Ooh Will he know the end of that lyric my friend
3: I'm gonna have to go with yes again. I think it's
0: a famous enough song that even a 25 year old. Let's see. Millennial Joseph finished that lyric, my friend. I'm gonna guess Shining on You. Not even close. Oh my. Yeah, Pop
1: is.
2: It is the chorus. Like, like a, a virgin, virgin oh,
1: it's like a virgin, touched for the very I, it, first time. I, I thought it might be that song, but I didn't want to sound really, really stupid. Is and, it because? And,
0: and, I it be, and, but like a virgin was not? Is it because song. I called you a virgin to start the show? Is that is that why you blocked that out? That might have been why. Right, so, for the record, <laughs> I have no idea about Joseph's uh, past. I don't know if he's a virgin. Or not. I know he's a Millennial Match Game version. All right, Nick, you can take the lead here. Finish the lyrics edition of Millennial Match Game. Will Millennial Joseph. Know how to finish this lyric. Lights,
2: people. Hiding, hiding in the night.
0: All right, what do you think? Will he know the rest of that song?
1: Hey, I'm going to say.
0: No. When in doubt, the millennial does no. Good job. Nick uh, says no. Joseph, finish that lyric, my friend. Hiding somewhere in the night. We're going to you wait, know.
2: Wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 did you play the end of it? Sorry, I was zoned out because it was so
2: It s- said true. hiding somewhere in the oh. night.
1: Then don't stop believing. Okay, sorry, I, I zoned out because it was so trivial. All right. So you know, I was just sorry. So yes. that was like one of those All like right. where you just like there almost you go.
0: so no point for Nick. No. But yeah. uh, Joseph actually knew that. Alright, here we go. Yes, of course. Uh Matthew, you're back up. Uh us this is gonna be a tricky one, because I don't know uh Joseph's background. Will he know how to finish this famous song lyric? The last one to know. The last
3: one to show I was the last one you thought you'd see there. And I saw the surprise and the fear in his eyes
1: when I took his glass of champagne.
0: And I toasted you, said, honey, we may be through, but you'll never hear me complain. Complain. My voice cracked. What do you think? Uh, Will he know the answer to that question?
3: Joseph seems to know what's going on with uh, music. <laughs> I so think so, too. I'm going to have to say
0: yes again. All right. Matthew says yes. Joseph, finish that lyric. Well, I've got friends in low places, places where the whiskey drowns. And the
1: beer chases my You would think that I would know that
0: song, but that, no. that's all they played in the locker room. That's in, it. Really? In, in yes. baseball, 1991. I, I, used to,
1: I used to host karaoke, and that was like a... A go to. Yeah,
0: alright, so good point. Matthew gets the point there. Nick, you're up. You need this point, my friend. Will Millennial Joseph know how to finish this famous lyric? Fire. All right, will he be able to finish that uh, MJ lyric, my friend? Yeah. You say yes. All right, uh, Millennial Joseph, finish that lyric for me, buddy.
1: No one wants to feel defeated. I'm
0: going to give it to you. It's No One Wants to Be Defeated. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. All right, Nick gets the point. Uh, we got time for one more before the break. Here we go, Matthew. Deb Green's perhaps famous, favorite band. Will Millennial Joseph know how to finish this lyric? Joseph, know how to finish that lyric. What do you think? Absolutely. He Joseph, says... We got to talk. If you don't know Absolutely. Yes. All right, Joseph, a yes. lot of pressure. Finish that lyric,
1: buddy. It's off to never, ever land. We'll, we'll give it to you. It's Close never, enough. never land. Yeah. See, I, was, I was contemplating never, never, or never, never, never ever. You're yes. thinking of Peter Pan.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but yeah, i All right, Peter that's <laughs> the end of round two. Deb Green, what's the score? We got Matthew three, Nick at one. Oh, three to one. We got a yeah. blowout going on, but Nick's going to come back and try to uh, tie this bad boy up. It's, oh, I just dropped off on uh, Matthew, so he might win by default. Call back, Matthew. I'm sorry. Millennial match continues next on the Mark Aram Show. Final segment, Millennial Match Game. It is 3-1. Matthew is leading Nick. Nick, you're up. This is the finish, the lyric edition of Millennial Match Game. we got uh, Millennial Joseph in here. Will he know how to finish this famous lyric, Matthew? Maybe I'm just too demanding. Maybe I'm just like my father too. The stop. Will he know the next line of that lyric? What do you think, Matthew? Uh, I'll have to
3: go with yes
0: again. He says yes. Finish that lyric, Joseph. Oh, I hate to disappoint you like this.
1: Uh, I'm going to just take a hell mary here. Uh, why do we scream inside? Yes,
0: very close. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what it sounds like when doves cry. Do you not know Prince? Yeah, Prince, Mike. Oh, that was... Pr- oh. Yeah, well, he's from is he's it? from abroad. He's from Australia. We've plum run out of time, Matthew. You cannot catch up, or Nick can't catch up, but don't worry. we got prizes for both of you. Hang on the line. Uh, Deb Green is going to read the prize while Low-T Chuck gets some info from you. What yeah, did they win, Deb Green? are both going to
2: go check out Brantley Gilbert Thursday, October 10th at Ameris Bank Amphitheater.
0: Good job to Millennial Joseph. Thanks to Rocco's European Garage, sponsor of the Millennial Match Game. The Mark Aram Show continues next.
3: Yeah. Jamie Foxx here. You there? You listening to the Mark Aram Show? You better.
0: Welcome back to the show. 639, 93 degrees on Peachtree. It's October 2nd, Deb Green. It's a nine on the Mark Aram Show. Back sweat meter. I'm sweating like a uh, something that sweats a lot. What sweats a lot? What would be a good analogy there, Longoria? What sweats a lot? Um, a pig? peach? Isn't there a fruit that sweats? Oh, that, that grape is sweating? No. <laughs> I don't think so. No, there's something that sweats. There's like an inanimate object that sweats. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, okay. Tomorrow, uh, we will be sweating at SunTrust Park. The Mark Aram should will be live early, 4 to 5 p.m., broadcasting at the Delta Gate at SunTrust Park prior to the uh, playoff game. Come out and see us, say hi, and all that good stuff. Still to come on tonight's show, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast-food review. This morning, I'm going to tell this story without uh, naming names, just to protect the innocent. So, in, in one of the newsrooms, I'm not even going to say if it was radio or TV this, this morning, because I do both. Work here on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade, and I'm on Channel Two. So, in one of the newsrooms, there was a um, conversation with a dude. Uh, he was like, "I, I want to take my girlfriend to somewhere romantic this weekend. Dude, what's what's the most romantic place you've ever been to?" That was the conversation, and everyone was like, "Oh, this bed and breakfast in Delanoga or oh, this Italian restaurant in Peachtree City." And they're like, "Mark, what what's the most romantic place you, you know you've ever been to?" And I had thought about it. And I was like, blockbuster video. What? Blockbuster video. <laughs> when I think on. romance, nothing turns me on more than thinking about blockbuster <laughs> oh I video. And I'm going ex- to explain this because um, this is the exact please, reaction I got it's, in the newsroom. I was like, what, what is wrong with you? I mean, obviously, there's a lot wrong with me. Yes. So if, if you're too young, you're not going to understand this story. But I think people my age and older understand. Back in my early dating years, it was, you know, it was like, all right, we'll go out to dinner. We'll go to Applebee's and then we'll either, yeah, we'll either go to a movie or we'll rent a movie and take it from there. And if you got the green light from the the lady to go to Blockbuster, you knew it was on Mm -hmm. because that meant, all right, we're getting a movie and we're going back to my house. I like, see where you're going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, like, now I'm f- okay. Those now fluorescent, I'm... those crappy fluorescent lights, the yellow and blue. <laughs> yeah. Nothing to me is more romantic than that. That the anticipation of walking into Blockbuster, you know, with this girl you've been on three dates with her, and you just had Applebee's or whatever, and and now you're you're picking out a movie, which was like. It's it's done. Don't screw this up. Like yeah. she's coming back to your home. Mm-hmm. Like it was a great way too to be like, "What do you want to have to do?" I don't know, you just want to grab a movie and chill at my place. Sure. It was like, "Yes." Oh yeah. Like that uh, you'll if if you're under a certain age you'll never know that feeling. I guess now it'd be like you go out to dinner with a girl if you're if you're I don't know in your 20s and you say, "Uh, do you want to go back and watch Netflix?" Yeah. But you missed that experience. But you missed the
4: experience of going and the
0: the it the, t- the, yes. the the of of walking around Blockbuster. Red box. I don't. I've never <laughs> done Red box, so I don't know. I guess that is that still a thing? I think so. Yeah. But I remember walking into That's Blockbuster. Do,
4: just go to a big red box on the side of the. <laughs> yeah.
0: <building laughs> and the there's no movies, movies in there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's you check just out. Random. So you walk into Blockbuster and you check out. And you're like, all right, what are the new releases? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh Jumanji, or oh, uh classic, yeah, whatever, Romantic. whatever's you there. You have to be
1: a little careful what you suggested. <laughs> what you exactly, like, you had to no, be no. a little
0: bit careful what you see. Once you walked into Blockbuster, you knew it was on, mm-hmm. right? So at that point, your taste in the movies don't matter. Nope. You whatever she wants. Oh, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. You sure got really. it. I'd love to see that. <laughs> Beaches with Bette Midler. Done. Let's do it. So that that to me, like I I will never experience that again. You just
4: remember, I never thought about it like that, but now I'm just rolling through the rolodex of blockbuster Hastings yeah. runs that I made after dates. exactly,
0: and it was like uh, it was it was almost like the I don't know if I can say this word the the foreplay sure yes. walking through blockbuster <laughs> and I'm old enough to remember when it was just the video cassettes right before they had the DVDs yeah. and you know you'd go through the videos and. You know is it's just like I don't know, it like the build up It was like, all right, we'll start in the horror, let's see if she picks if she's crazy and picks a horror film, crazy. and then we go to romantic comedies, <laughs> and let's see, oh, she's picking a Tom Cruise movie or a brat. I don't know to me, like nothing will ever recapture that feeling of of that that intimate stroll through blockbuster going. It doesn't matter what movie we're getting like this she's yep. coming back to my house. <laughs> I'm glad you failed. You, you, I, you I, share I, I finally that. figured out where you're going. You been, you've been dating your wife for long enough, Longoria. You oh, probably yeah, had well. some blockbuster dates oh, yeah, back in definitely. the day. I saw my, lo- my blockbuster card in my wallet. Do you really? Yeah, of course. You i have seen the
4: size of his wallet. That
0: was that was the best breaking entering tool ever in college. So in the dorm rooms, <laughs> like they were easy to break into. All you needed was that skinny laminated blockbuster card, and you would just like jiggle jiggle it inside and like click the lock. So everyone's blockbuster cards in uh, always college been. always are hammered like that. I'd like to see your Blockbuster card. Yeah, All right. I'll try to I, you. I just wonder if anyone shares that affinity of Blockbuster with me. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk. And, ladies, did you know that once you went to Blockbuster, it was it was, it was was fait accompli, game over? I'll ask Deb Green that when we come back. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. If Disney World, which Longoria just came back from, is the happiest place on earth to me, the most romantic place on earth was Blockbuster Video. Your thoughts on Blockbuster memories at four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Tony's in Sandy Springs. Tony, welcome to the show.
3: Hey, thanks for taking my call, and I too have extremely fond memories of the Blockbuster green light.
0: Yeah, exactly right. He's it, like, after dinner, what do you want to do? You, well, let's just get a movie and go back to your place.
3: Ding. Oh, it's a beautiful thing. And my wife and I actually talked about this recently. And she's a manager at a um, restaurant here in Atlanta that sells a lot of chicken. Okay. <laughs> Got a lot of young people working for her. And one yeah. day, everybody was like, what'd you do this weekend? And she innocently said, because we're, you know, 40 and 50, uh, we just kind of watch Netflix and chill. And they were all like, oh, you can't say that. And then they explained to her what it meant. I didn't know that's what it meant. I'm perfectly okay with the explanation. But you can, apparently you can't say Netflix until really? out loud anymore.
0: What, what is it? I, I, I really Netflix don't know.
4: Oh, really? That's what it means to the young people. It's code.
0: Huh. All right. Uh, remind me not to say that in front of uh, the millennials at the digital desk, Deb Green. <clears throat>
4: yeah, that's what I, th- I literally thought it was like,
0: oh, we're gonna chill out and watch Netflix. It's not. That's, that's not a, what I it mean. It's the
1: same thing as Blockbuster and come over. All right,
0: yeah. but it seemed like I've I've heard people say I'm just gonna go home alone and Netflix and chill. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I see what they meant. Never <laughs> mind. All right, my bad. All right, good. That's good information, Tony. Mental note: Don't say that anymore, Longoria. I'm surprised you didn't know that. I literally thought. You know, Netflix and chill, Go home, watch Netflix, and go to sleep. I do that every night. Fred's in Lawrenceville. Fred, you are on the Mark Aram show. Mark, love your stuff, man. Thank you, brother. Hey, I got a. Uh, I'm going to bring this connection home for you guys because when I first moved to
3: Atlanta, I transferred from Macon to Atlanta, and I worked for Cox, and they own a the blockbuster franchise. They did really. Yeah, and I used to manage a store well, when I first moved to Atlanta. I managed the Blockbuster in Cartersville. Then I got the dream job of managing the Blockbuster in Sandy Springs. So that would be a dream. Yeah.
0: I would imagine Friday and Saturday nights, just seeing couples walk in there, and just—I mean, the pheromones just wafting off of uh, because they, you know, I, I mean, I don't know about old married couples like Longoria, but you know, what it was oh, just old married couples. <laughs> what am I fifty? No, I mean, but I mean, like, I mean, I'm sure there was benign reasons for people to go to Blockbuster Oh, back right, in the day. I got you, yeah. But, you like, know, like, legitimate watching a movie. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, I don't really want to watch this movie. Exactly like, right. I want to chill with you. But it was just uh, <laughs> me walking in with some rando <laughs> that I met at Tongue and Groove the weekend before. Um, yeah, but, oh, man, I miss those days. I miss those... I bet if they put a Blockbuster... There used to be the Blockbuster I went to was on Howell Mill. Everything in my life revolves on Howell Mill, and I could still... It's a bank now, which is very sad, but I'd walk in there, and just, you open that, and those crappy fluorescent lights, and the cutouts of Will Smith, you know, just like, (laughs) it was just like, it was just so, so awesome, such an awesome experience. Deborah's in McDonough. Deborah, welcome to the show.
2: Yes, yes, I wanted to say that... Blockbuster was a very innocent experience for us. We we were we were already married, and we would take our children there on Fridays to pick out movies. Don't ruin that.
0: Well, you you loved Blockbuster for a whole different reason. Yes. You remember yes. picking out Finding Nemo, and I would uh, and I would pick out something else. Yeah. No, I, I don't mean to spoil yes. it, but if, if for no, you did for for my someone my age, I'm forty five. Uh, you know, in that in that 90s era, era when Blockbuster was just king. and yes. Yeah, that was it. Do you want a funny story about this, Debra? Uh, Netflix uh, or Blockbuster had an opportunity to buy Netflix back in the day for, like, not a lot of money. I think Deb could probably find the story. And Blockbuster was like, nah, we don't want Netflix. They're, they're <laughs> a flash in I, the my pan. Husband,
2: my husband talks about how Blockbuster missed out on that opportunity. But I do miss Blockbuster.
0: Yeah, I miss I miss Blockbuster. Uh, I just heard from Maya on the Piccadilly hotline. I don't miss those days. Yeah, yeah, like for I I should have been more articulate. <laughs> I would love I never had the I had the opportunity to take Maya to Blockbuster. Right, uh, yes. Like that would be very romantic <laughs> now correction. to take my girlfriend to Blockbuster and let her pick out her favorite, um, legally blonde movie, whatever, whatever she wants to watch. That's that's what I miss, Maya. I'd love to take you there. Uh, I know this dude's been uh, to a blockbuster. To Russ in Gainesville joins us. Uh, come here a minute. I want to talk to What's you. What's going on, brother man? Hey, oh, I've had a crazy
3: day today. Oh my god! I, I guess I broke up with Corally, and I got to fight with some guy that was trying to get with her. So I'm with Candy now. I got a new girl. She's right next to
0: me. <laughs> Where'd you meet Candy? Russ? Yeah, square. I hang out on the square. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. So you met her on the square in Gainesville. What happened to the girl last night? Oh, God. who did I have last night? <laughs> Gosh. There was a girl named Jennifer. Now, she was with me a couple days ago. No, no, no. Not Griffey's.
3: Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. She wasn't actually at my house. Oh. Now, she's a girl...
0: And plenty of fish that won't go out with me. Oh, yeah, that's the one that was listed on the radio. You said, Yeah, yes. yeah, so Candy, what's so, what's Candy's real name? I'm assuming her real name's not Candy. Is it Candy? Is it
3: really Candy? Yeah, she said it really is Candy. Oh,
0: excellent. All right. Uh, well, listen, good luck with Candy tonight. Um, Thank I, you. I we're gonna excuse me, I'm all Clint Russ. <laughs> We're on early tomorrow from four to five at uh, SunTrust oh, Park, okay. so we'll have to catch up with you on Friday and find out what happened with Candy. Okay?
4: Oh, I can't call tomorrow at four
0: o'clock. Well, you can, but it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be hectic. I'd rather get a full debrief oh, okay. for you on Friday. Okay. All right? Okay. All right. All, right. all right. As the world turns, Thanks. the soap opera that is Russ Light. Russ Light. I don't know who did I have yesterday. Jennifer. I can't even remember. That's bad. Unbelievable. When we come back. A blast from the WSB past will join us, Chris Crock, coming up next on the Mark Aram show.
3: The Mark Aram show is performed before a live studio audience. You no know, I want this town to be near
0: Back to the show and a good uh, Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 7.07, seven minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram show heard Monday through Friday, six to eight p.m. on 95.5 WSB. The whole gang's here tonight. Deb Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck screens your calls. Programming note tomorrow. We're live and we're early broadcasting from 4 to 5 p.m. prior to the Braves playoff game against the Cardinals. We'll be out at SunTrust Park at the Delta Gate, I'm told, Deb Green. Uh, me and all the bananas will, or the bananas and I will be out there. Do we have? We're going to have goodies to give away.
2: I do
1: not believe so. Okay, but you can bring us stuff.
0: Oh, bring, Yeah, you're always welcome to bring us a Holman and Finch burger from uh, from SunTrust Park. So well, I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. It's only going to be 98 degrees for the start of the Braves game. Uh, have you guys been paying close attention? I'm going to go to uh, Charles Thomas from the Resurgent. Uh, the, have you been paying close attention to the Amber Geiger story out of Dallas? Uh, it was the police officer. Yes, yes, the yes, the yes, female yes. police officer went into yes, the wrong, wrong apartment, apartment and yes. shot and killed the guy. And she was convicted yesterday, I guess, and sentenced today mm-hmm. to 10 years in prison. Here's the latest from ABC Radio News.
2: This is a special report from ABC News. I'm Daria Albinger. A jury in Dallas, Texas, has just reached a decision regarding the sentencing of former police officer Amber Geiger who has been convicted of murder for fatally shooting someone who lived upstairs from her. She went into his apartment thinking it was hers. Turned out it was not. She was convicted of murder. The jury has decided she will get Ten years in prison and no fines. She had faced up to life in prison. Repeating a jury in Dallas, Texas, sentencing former police officer Amber Geiger to ten years in prison with no fines in connection with the murder of her neighbor, Botham Jean. I'm Daria Albinger. This has been a special report from ABC News.
0: So yesterday when when she was convicted, I saw a lot of stuff on social media. Uh in in a negative light that she was convicted of murder, and I didn't know enough about the story to to opine because it seemed like to me to be an open and shut case. Like she went into the wrong house, the guy was sitting there on his couch eating ice cream, and she shot and killed him. It didn't seem to be like that kind of a controversial uh, decision or case. Uh, but I don't know enough about it, so we go to our old buddy Chris Croc, who is now a radio talk show host in Dallas, Texas, on W B A P. Chris, you might remember back from overnights here on W S P. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Excellent. Well, thanks for taking time out uh, to, to join us, because I really, I mean, this is a local story for you, so I figured you'd have insight. Why were people up in arms yesterday about the guilty verdict? I don't understand that part of the story.
4: Well, and I was, too. Uh, in the state of Texas, we have something called mistake of fact. Mistake of fact is where, if it's reasonable, that you mistook the facts. And in this case, she genuinely believed that she was actually in her own apartment because uh, the Texas Rangers led the investigation, took it away from the Dallas Police Department at their request, and they found that 23% of everybody that lived on floors three and floor that, four, that was her floor and his floor, had done the exact same thing, gone to the wrong door, tried to open it. In this case, the strike play was defective and the door was ajar. So she put the key in there, and it was one of those electronic key fobs. The, the actual putting the key in, the door just opened. And there's a man in her apartment, and again, you got to remember something, out of this whole complex 96 people have done the same thing. One quarter of everybody on floors three and the four. Mm-hmm. There was no marking. It was um, the parking, nobody knew. They parked all the time on the wrong floor. Um, tons and tons of people testified you have uh, an attorney who went to walk his dog came back and went into the wrong apartment went all the way into the back and only then when a woman screamed did he realize that he was in the wrong apartment you had a a teacher testify that she had done the same thing and they didn't notice the floor mat differences the flower pot differences on different floors she's uh, nor the dog urine smell from her floor um, and she uh, disregarded those things because she's a normal human being and this really is—you want to convict somebody of an evil murderer because they uh, commit an act that one quarter of everybody does, something that's reasonable. You go to the wrong floor, to the wrong door. That's what happened. So, this so were guy, you,
0: Chris? Were your listeners upset because it was a murder conviction? Would they have? Would they have preferred a lesser? I mean, did they expected her to, to well, get convicted of uh,
4: anything? Let me cut to the chase. They've made this about race, which is false and happens all the time. Um, This, uh, the black Texas Ranger who headed up the investigation, uh, Ranger Anderson testified that she, and this is a part separate from the jury because he wasn't allowed to be testifying as an expert witness, which is why this may get appealed. He testified she didn't commit any crime whatsoever. It was reasonable what she did because she genuinely believed it. He led the investigation. Um, so, uh, but the jury didn't get to hear that part because he was not allowed to be called an expert witness, which is mind blowing to many of us.
0: So, so what, what did you and your listeners expect to happen? What did you want to happen with this case?
4: Not guilty, not guilty. Guilty by, in the state of Texas, there's a defense called mistake of fact. If that wasn't mistake of fact, then I don't know what is. She genuinely thought she was in the department. Now, why did he react the way he did? Well, first of all, it's his own house. True, true. Absolutely. But she was in full uniform she just got off her shift she had 30 pounds of the stuff including all of her gear to left hand she opened it up and there's a guy standing in her apartment it uh, he he'd been he'd been very high on marijuana very high so what the what uh, so he had THC in the system big time it reeked of weed there was a bunch of weed on the on the on the uh, table he had his, uh, ear pad, or ear pods in so he didn't know what was going on so he acted differently because he was obviously high and uh, King Tora couldn't hear her. She ordered him to show me, show me your hands, show me your hands. He kept coming at her. He is six foot one, two forty seven, with a very large chest, according to the ME medical examiner. She is five foot three and tiny. So there was some um, sort of
0: interaction. She didn't just open the door and see this guy no, and shoot him. Okay. Yeah.
4: No. Yeah. Right. And so you know, people. Uh, most people thought nothing or manslaughter, but it's not manslaughter in this state. Because manslaughter is reckless. She was not reckless. She walked into what she thought was her apartment, uh, and uh, there was a what she thought was an intruder, which is legal to, to pop and drop right there. And um, so they uh, they convicted her. But the jury didn't even read the jury charge. Jury charge is when the judge gives instructions to the jurors, and then they have it printed out and they get handed it. So they go there, and the second day of testimony, they only they only, the only delivered for five hours, which
0: is nothing. Yeah, that's that's pretty case. crazy. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, here's why. They, the one question they asked on the on the third or fourth hour of deliberation was, "Judge, can you please give us the definition of manslaughter? Can you please give us the definition of castle doctrine?" That was on the fricking jury charge piece of paper in front of all of them that they got the day before. Mm-hmm. They didn't read it. They made up their mind, and they were afraid this town was going to riot. And I tell you what, we were. And and the the race pimp-type folks today were screaming and hollering and yelling after 10 years. 10 years wasn't enough. 10 years wasn't enough. Yeah,
0: that's the next part. We're talking to Chris Kroc from WBAP in Dallas about this uh, Geiger story. Uh, The police officer uh, entered, not knowingly entered the wrong apartment and, and shot and killed a man. Yesterday was convicted of murder. Today was sentenced to 10 years in prison. Let's talk about the sentence, Chris. For a murder charge, that seems light, but I would imagine your listeners saying that's way too long, right?
4: There's, there's no motive. What's the motive? She, she, he lived exa- exactly above her apartment. Same same number, different floor. Exactly above. Everything's identical. Um, one quarter of everybody on those two floors have done the exact same thing she did. Are one quarter of people that live there evil? No. Is a teacher evil? Is uh, an attorney that did the same thing evil? No. The sentencing should have been nothing, and she should have been convicted. But she was sentenced to 10 years, which means she'll actually get out in five with good behavior and parole. Um, but here, the most unbelievable thing that you may have not caught what happened was because evil was prevailing through this whole thing. And uh, God won today when there was one impact statement made by the victim's family, by Botham Jean's brother, little brother who has been testified. They testified that he was quiet, mom did, and that he's not been talking or anything. He's been so affected by this. His little brother took the stand, and God uses little the, the little ones like I David Goliath, this, yeah. and, he, and he And that young man said, I forgive you, I love you, and I'm not supposed to say this, but I don't think you should go to jail. And if I can, can I come give you a hug? And the judge said yes, and he got off the stand, and he walked to her, and she walked to him, and they embraced for a minute or two. And they wept, and the crowd wept. We all wept, and light won over goodness. Don't go to jail. You know, you know the race pimps are lying. They're trying to start a riot. They're trying to make money off this and pull in this whole crap about uh, Trayvon Martin uh, and Michael Brown. They, this guy was a CPA at a big three firm, Coopers. And, and the only thing he did that was inappropriate, quote unquote, was smoking the weed. Other than that, the dude uh, was a Christian, loved God, and practiced his faith, and his little brother showed, showed that today. And that's where w- w- uh, good triumphed over evil live in front of all of us in about an hour ago or an hour and a half ago. It was well, unfreaking belief. Well, will there be an appeal? Um, you know what? Here's the big deal about this. Listen, when you do. The, the the way the the things the way the big man wants to do a lot of funny things start happening because with him all things are possible and so i honestly would not be surprised and she was going to appeal she probably will appeal and she'll probably win it'll go in bank not in front of a small third uh, three court judge of appeals but probably the full one because of the nature of the case in dallas county and they'll, they'll get an appeal it'll probably go to east or west texas she will be then uh, not convicted the ranger will be able to testify Yes, I have bl- I've investigated 100 of these cases. Yes, I'm an expert witness. And yes, she should not be charged or anything. God, for any black Texas Ranger, who is one of the most trained entities in the whole country, they said, through this testimony, the Rangers, uh, would say something like that. Oh, boy, he must be a racist. There were death threats against some of the witnesses, and I believe he was the one that got the death threats. The, D- the Dallas uh, teacher that testified about going to the wrong apartment floor, she was getting threatened by, uh, some people were saying, to lose her job. Because the mob wants to destroy and, and hang and go after people and flogger wants their pound of flesh. So I, I don't know if she'll appeal because when, when, the, when the young man did what the big man wanted to do today, which, which, is, which, which is the antithesis of what our flesh wants us to do, then get, amazing things happen. I would not be surprised if she ends up accepting it. Because I, my reaction was, if I was her, I'd be glad to march off and serve the sentence, even though she truly did nothing wrong. Five, other yeah, than make five, a five
0: years out of good behavior would, would be a, uh, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not judging this case, but you know that that seems to be. The reasonable way for her to handle this. And just do the, do the time and get out. Chris, i got to run. Tell the folks in Atlanta how we can uh, listen to you in Dallas, buddy.
4: Thank you. Yeah, you can tune in tonight. Go to WBAP.com. That's WBAP.com. Follow me on Twitter, at Chris Croc Show. That's at Chris Croc Show. Miss y'all. Love y'all, and thanks for having me on, brother.
0: Always good to talk to you. Not a race pimp, Chris Cock, Croc. Chris Croc. <laughs> That's the, I appreciate it, buddy. That was the most time uh, in, in WSB radio history we, we've heard Chris, uh, the race pimp card thrown out yeah there. i know did you guys were you guys really with the story yeah a little bit it was, yeah. yeah exactly it was, but i didn't i i don't know I, I guess i see both sides of the story like the dude was just at home at eating some cereal eating i thought it was ice cream <laughs> no, it's they, a better story ice cream. but so i get like that sucks mm-hmm. but i understand like i had a friend so if you've ever lived in those apartments like those post type apartments oh. not not taking uh not Singling out post apartments, but oh, okay. a lot of them look alike. And I had a buddy years ago, Chris Croc, uh, Chris Croc. No, uh, <laughs> you're going out, Chris Croc. Now, Matt Capuzzi, uh, my buddy Matt Capuzzi. We came down for New Year's Eve, and we went out, and we we got lost in the shuffle. And he went up taking a cab back to my house, and he's it's like four thirty in the morning. And he's banging on my door to let him in. Let me in, let me in. He's at the wrong floor. <laughs> and this guy the guy answers. he's like, Who who the hell are you? Banging on my door. And my buddy Kapuzzi's wasted. And so I get that. I don't know. I I just wanted I wanted more information on the story. Uh, so I'll get Chuck's opinion. I know he wants to talk about this. And your thoughts as well. 404 872 0750 outside of Atlanta, 1 800 WSB Talk The Amber Geiger Story on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. It's the Mark Aram Show, 95.5 WSB. Dark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Respectfully discussing the Amber Geyer story out of Dallas, Texas. Thanks to our old WSB pal, Chris Crock for shedding some uh, light on the situation and adding his unique flair. This is the big guy. I can't, can't even, he said big guy. I was thinking he was talking about Longoria. It was Longoria. It took
4: me a second to figure it, it, out what Longoria he was to do with this.
0: Chuck, um, your thoughts on this? I'm very curious what you think about this story.
4: Um, Just. Very surface level. Um, I I was very confused as why I was a murder charge and not a manslaughter That's, charge. That, I was confused about that to as well. Yeah, circumstance and intent, and it seemed. And again, I'm not a lawyer, so save the critiques. Yeah. But it just didn't seem to fit a murder charge. I thought manslaughter would have been uh, more appropriate. I, I agree. I murder was an overreach. Yeah.
0: But I but I so I went like on Facebook last night, and the the, the conviction came down. And I'm friends with Chris Kroc on Facebook, and his like his. Friends were just up in arms, and I was like, I didn't understand. I'm like, well, she shot and killed someone that wasn't doing anything. I didn't know Again,
4: the f- that's where circumstance yeah, and exactly. intent comes in, and so, I, you know. Let's let's see what I the
0: mean. folks uh, think. Uh, Joe's in Austell. Joe, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
4: Hi, Mark.
2: How are you? Hello, Joe. Um, I was okay with everything that Mr. Chris Cross or Chris Cook said until he came to the part of um, he was high. That has nothing to do with it. it and Maybe it, it accelerated some things, but he shouldn't have accentuated on that one thing. That, it like had no bearing needed, on um, the case. I, no bearing right. on the case, yeah. Oh, All right. um Somebody walked into this man's house. Whether she should have gotten that sentence, or not, I'm not saying because, like you, I'm not too familiar with anything other than what I've heard. Mm-hmm. But it didn't like that one thing that he just pushed a little bit. And then you start talking about um, God, you know, and the, the Christian part of it. But you made your point to say that, dude was high and i just think that that was not even relevant i agree if if anything i
0: mean i I would have preferred he wasn't high just for the and just for this fact so uh let's just say he wasn't high okay um and this is allegedly he had thc in his blood but we don't know if he was like stoned or if that was just from two days ago but if he if he had all his faculties maybe he could have been like ma'am what are you doing this is my apartment you know maybe he could have been a little bit, uh, you know, more clear on the communication with the, the the officer that went into the wrong house. But I, I mean, I don't think she should be getting off scot free. I mean, that's you, you still killed somebody. Um, I don't know. It's a it's a tough story. I'm glad I'm not involved on either side. Yeah, a lot of wrongs that happened. You know, that didn't yeah. Make it's it. just, I mean, the, the innocent guy lost his life. That sucks. Should, should no one be punished for that? More of your thoughts and Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review when we come back. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB. Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Hi,
2: this is Valerie Bertinelli, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show.
0: Seven thirty-six twenty-four in front of eight o'clock. Dad Nab is still ninety degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Airman and the bananas at your beck and call till eight in the PM Monday through Friday, except to tomorrow. Debra Green, because tomorrow we'll be broadcasting live from 4 to 5 p.m. Tell the folks where they can find us tomorrow.
2: You can find us at the Delta Gate right before you get into SunTrust Park. We'll be hanging out there.
0: Braves and the Cardinals, game one of the uh, playoffs here at SunTrust Park. So come out and say hi. We'll be the sweaty foursome underneath <laughs> the WSB. What are you guys wearing tomorrow, by the way? I hate to, you know, ask outfit questions, but... I don't know. I'll probably wear some shorts or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'll wear some sort of undergarment, Yeah. Um, But are you going to wear a T-shirt? Like, usually I wear the WSB polo, the Uh -uh. blue polo.
1: Too hot for that. Is it too hot?
0: We haven't gotten the new ones yet, anyway. But the one thing I like about the blue WSB polo is it hides my back sweat. Like, if I wear a T-shirt, you'll see the back sweat. Do
2: you have a dark blue T-shirt? Do you have a WSB T-shirt? No. Just wear what you're wearing now. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Same thing? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. No one knows. Disgusting.
0: You're disgusting. I get all
2: sweaty and disgusting anyway.
0: Yeah. So Who cares? Uh, I would like to look good for the folks. You look great right now. <laughs> you look great right now. You look Thanks, Chuck. Right. Change You're the hat, maybe. Just change the hat. Wear the Braves hat. Yeah, break uh, all right. So tomorrow, four to five at SunTrust Park. Johnny is straight ahead with a fast food review. We're discussing the Amber Geiger story. I honestly knew of the story, but didn't know the, the uh, details behind it. Thanks to our old buddy Chris Crock in Dallas for breaking it down. Sentenced to ten years in prison today for the murder of Botham Jean. Um Chris said she might get out uh, after 5 years with good behavior. It was really a big it's a big story in Dallas. I didn't understand why people were were mad because I can see why. I mean she, she did kill an innocent man. Like I don't know if there should not be any repercussions. I don't know if murder is the right charge, but I I don't know. Your your thoughts on this story. It's 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 easy to see uh both sides of this story. Um Unlike a lot of stories where it's like kind of black and white, there's certainly grays, uh, shades of gray in this one. Skip is in Locust Grove. Skip, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
3: Well, hi, Mark. How you doing?
0: What's going on, Skip?
3: I love uh, about the story in Dallas. Uh, have you ever walked into a a female's
4: apartment?
0: Yeah, uh, uh, dozens of oh, times.
4: Okay. <laughs> okay, it's always different from a male's apartment. So how she can walk in uh, the apartment and know it
0: wasn't her? So, yeah, that that actually I was thinking about during the news break. Is there nothing as you open the front door to, to signify that this isn't your apartment, you know? I mean... Like the rug is different. Something hanging on the wall uh, should be different.
2: Maybe the lights were off?
0: The, I don't know. The smell. The, no, the, <laughs> the smell, <laughs> yeah. My apartment definitely used to smell different than ladies' apartments. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh,
3: okay. Secondly... I'm with the other
4: lady who called in. What do marijuana got to do with
0: it? Nothing. There's no bearing on the story whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He brought it up. He did. He did. I, For the record, I have no problem if, if you want to smoke weed, Longoria, in the privacy of your own home. Okay. As long as your kids are already in bed and you're yeah. not driving. Right. Actually, I don't want you driving when you're not high. So. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, it may be different just, when I am. But. Just don't drive, period. <laughs> uh, Alan's in Tucker. Alan, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hi. Hello, Alan or Ellen? Hey,
2: Ellen. Hello, yeah. Ellen. How yes. are you? Yes. I have a friend who did the same thing. Came in late at night, put the key in the door, jiggled it. It didn't quite work. Jiggled the door and it opened, mm-hmm. went inside. And this woman is screaming her lungs out and realized that he was in the wrong apartment. What? If she'd had a gun, he would have been dead.
0: Yeah. Well, what would have happened uh-huh. if, if the guy in the apartment in Dallas had a gun? and shot and it would, and
2: right yeah, yeah.
0: like would, would he wouldn't have been charged right i mean there's someone coming into yeah they do have protect your castle in texas yeah so. what was that law that chris said something about uh not eminent domain but he said there was some sort of phrase that they have in texas where uh, innocent death i don't i don't remember what he said but it was oh it, like you you couldn't be charged with manslaughter yeah well, like accidental the, yeah, something yeah. i don't know ellen always a pleasure my dear Thank you. All right. four eight seven two zero 800 WSB talk And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, Jordan is live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. Ooh, uh, we do not want to know. Johnny Kilbasa and the ever so popular Fast Food Review. How do you it
3: I'm doing great, Mark Aram. Happy playoffs, Braves. Happy playoffs, Atlanta United, and happy playoffs, Mark Aram. Because I'm wrapped in bacon, I'm here for the thing, I'm covered with cheese, and I aim to please in the preseason, regular season, or postseason. season.
0: You, you got a weird phone connection there, Johnny. Put put your mouth right up against the uh, the nozzle there. Is that better? Uh, maybe it's the a bad connection. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Longoria? Who
3: the hell is that talking, Mark?
0: Oh, sounds good to me. All right. Johnny, what's what's on the menu tonight? I'm sorry. I, I, I couldn't really hear you that well.
3: I'm sorry, too, Mark. I can't. If I had this phone any closer to my face, I'd be, well, you don't want to know. But, Mark, talking about Burger King, they're bringing out all kinds of new stuff. Last week we talked about the maple waffle sandwiches, and they had the crispy tacos. They've got mozzarella sticks. Now they got something else for you, and that's a pretzel. We don't see this very often in the fast food world. So they're bringing out the pretzel bacon king, the regular king sandwich, which is basically their whopper patty with cheese on it and without the salad on top of the top of it like you did. Johnny the pull whopper. pull the
0: phone away from your mouth a little bit. He's now. Popping his peas. Yeah, you're popping your peas a little bit. Now now pull it away a little bit.
3: Maybe is Russ in Gainesville here. Maybe he can take over for me. <laughs> no, no. To talk about Where's that. Russ? Where's it Russ? It sounds
0: like it sounds like you're talking through a sock or something. I don't know, man. You want me to call back? Yeah, call back. Call back, Johnny. Um, let's get Russ on the phone. No, Johnny will never call <laughs> back then. Johnny's going to call back because I want to talk to Johnny about this. Deb found uh, this this study. Actually, I heard it this morning on the morning news. Chick-fil-A has the slowest drive-thru. I don't know where they got that information. Well, so here's the deal. Um, this I've always is, had it. I mean, yeah, it, I, I, I get all right, Let's See if we can get Johnny. Johnny, you, you back there, buddy? I hope so. Is this any better, Mark? Yeah, a little bit. All right, pretzel bun at Burger King. It's, it's good? Pretzel bun, split top, Exxon top, a little
3: toasty, a little fluffy, a little poofy, a little chewy, a little cheesy, a little patty, a little mustard, a little mayo. A little All right, pain. it's so good,
0: though. It's, <laughs> it's You recommend it. That's what I want to know.
3: Mark, I try to give you objective analysis on fast food every week on the Mark Aram Show. Let the people decide for themselves. I know it goes really well with a frozen orange Fanta. Okay, one of the things I like to get. All right, so
0: all right, don't talk anymore, Johnny. For a second, (laughs) let me let me read this. So Chick Fil A, according to uh, QSR, a performance study by QSR, has the slowest drive through in the fast food business. Three hundred twenty-two point ninety-eight seconds is the average wait time. The fastest is Dunkin' Donuts at a zifty two hundred sixteenth average seconds in the wait time. I, I, here's what I think because I think Chick fil A's drive through lines are always longer. That's why the wait time's there. I think if the line sure. moves, it's just there's like, you know, 15 customers in front of you as opposed to maybe Taco Bell were three. Uh, so here are the fastest Dunkin' Donuts, Wendy's, Burger King, Taco Bell, Carl's Jr., KFC. That surprised me. I thought KFC would be longer. Arby's, Hardee's, McDonald's, and Chick-fil-A coming in last of the slowest. I've never had a problem in the Chick-fil-A drive-thru, but it does lead all competitors in order accuracy at
3: 94%. And I'm sure most of those are at least over 85%. And if you get over 85%, I think you're good to go. I'm, I'm not the person who stops and checks their order. when You know, you're holding everything up when you got to either stay there in the drive-thru line or take up one of the spots and make sure you've got everything. Just take what they give you. Who cares? Just <laughs> an 85%, 95%. Just get on down the road. Hey,
0: I'm, I'm with you. Uh, there's There are certain occasions where if I'm picking up food for, like, let's say Longoria, and he wants the double quarter pounder, with no onions. Like, I'll stop to make sure that I'll check to make sure there's no onions. Really? Because no, I love so, you, Longoria. So but here's so one thing. Wow. Here's a tip from a pro not to step on your toes, Johnny. Before you Ow. leave the drive-thru at any location, it doesn't matter if it's McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, whatever, they, they should give you your soda first, right? Always take a sip of your soda. Because if you don't, and, like, the machine ran out of syrup, and it's just, you know, it's... it's you're, then it's, then you're screwed. You're already down Howell Mill Road, and you've got to turn around. So always take a first sip of your soda before you leave the drive through line to make sure it's a, a fully juiced soda.
3: Yeah, and then look in your rearview mirror for Johnny Kovacca flipping you off. Right you
0: the <laughs> no, I'm saying so they give you the soda first before they give you your order. So they give you the soda, take a sip and while they're getting the rest of your order, and then when they come back with your food, you would be like, oh, by the way, your Sprite machine's dead or whatever, and you hand them the cup oh. back, and they give you another Cause that's the worst feeling. Like you're on the highway already, and you, you pop the straw in the in the soda machine in the soda cup, and it's like pfft, like brown seltzer. It's like ah, uh, God bless. It ran out of syrup. God bless. God bless, Johnny kibasa All right, uh, you know what, Johnny? I'm going to pay you tonight so you can get a new phone for <laughs> Monday. Uh, we appreciate you as always, and. <laughs> All <laughs> uh, Things Kielbasa on JohnnyKilbasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. I think, honestly, I think that's Johnny Kielbasa's uh, passive-aggressive way of saying, Aaron, you haven't cut me a check in like Yeah, I'm going to be on the crappiest yeah, phone Yeah, he borrowed someone's flip phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of flip phones, I saw somebody on a flip phone last night. In the building? There's no, in
3: public. There's a new was, flip like, phone the, now. The guy that was in front of me was on the flip phone. I was like... I almost told him,
0: you're on a flip phone, really? I almost told him. What hey, you, like, like he didn't like, know. I don't, like, I don't know if you know this, sir. <laughs> like there's smartphones now. Sure. you see a flip uh, phone. <laughs> did you Clark see Aziz Ansari's last stand-up special? Uh, so he's got a flip phone. And, I, he, I and, he, and he was like, um, there's like like four big-name celebrities that have flip phones. It's like him and like three other random yeah. Like Billy Baldwin. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like, there's like this core four of celebrities that are sticking out with the flip phone. I don't think you should call it out on him. I mean, if you don't know the guy Longoria, yeah. I don't want stand your ground. Like, <laughs> this burly Eskimo was yeah. assaulting me, so I shot him yeah. and then took a picture with my flip phone camera. Uh, <laughs> he has a camera. Mark joins us on the program. Hello, Mark. Hey. Hey, buddy. Mark. Yes, sir.
4: There's a part of the story that Chris Croft
3: did not tell you. Tell me about it. Okay. These two was dating. What? Yes, they were dating. He was not a stranger to her.
2: And some say that the reason she shot him, she found out he was cheating on her. I got to... They have
3: pictures of them together. Really? I don't know why Chris cropped didn't tell you that part. I've, I have what? not.
0: All right, all right all, calm oh. down, Mark. Deb Green, can you do a quick <laughs> Google search on that? I think at
3: the beginning there was rumors that they were n- dating and/or knew each other, but but not confirmed. Uh, I, don't, I
2: don't. I'll try, I Mark.
0: Uh, if that's true, hey, that's a good hey, tip. I'll wait, try to hold on. Yeah, hold yeah, on. I yeah, have okay.
2: some pictures of them together. Okay. Yeah.
0: Can you send them to me on your flip phone? <laughs> 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 No, that I mean, oh, Mark Mark being a
3: comedian now. OK, that's all I that's all I know what to
0: do. I only knew how to yeah. be funny. Uh, <laughs>
3: that's that's interesting. Well, I'll
0: check it out, though, because yeah. Um, yeah. I had not heard, again. I don't I am not been paying close attention to the story. I knew the basic details of the story. That's why we had Chris Kroc on, uh, who said the big guy came in and saved all. Again, I thought he was talking about Longoria. Yeah. Valerie's in Roswell. Val, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, um, I, it's interesting what that guy just said because I didn't follow this case and I was talking with a friend of mine because I knew about it. And I thought, well, you know, they could, she could have served time for manslaughter. But what I heard is that she was banging on the door. First, she said she parked on the wrong floor. Then she went up the steps. Then her key didn't work. Then the door was a little ajar. What really put me over the edge on this, because I think she sounded like she wasn't telling the truth. And there's actual video of when the police came there and they were doing CPR on this guy. Mm-hmm. But someone that lives in that complex had the fob. They have interesting keys to get into that building. Yeah. And she said, I live here. Here's my fob. Now, let me open my door, because they don't fit anyone's door but your own. She opens it completely, goes into her uh apartment turns around and goes oh let's see if the door shuts it would be a jar and it closes completely and i've lived in high rises and places like that where the doors can't, will close they're heavy and it's a safety thing those doors aren't a jar unless you flip the switch for the deadbolt or to something. stay open yeah interesting yeah, so all right I so obviously not making a lot of sense
0: we d- i mean we don't have all the facts deb is fact checking as we speak if she finds anything, we'll let you know next. This is the Mark Aram Show, ninety-five point five WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Mark Aram on ninety-five point five WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Apologies to Tim, Charlie, and Jen. We plum ran out of time. Don't forget tomorrow we'll be broadcasting live from four to five p.m. at SunTrust Park at the Delta Gates, right before the Braves Cardinals game. Let's do start the show, Longoria.
3: Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star video?
0: I wasn't gonna give I was gonna give it to uh, the millennial Joseph, but uh, I think Johnny Kilbasa was very ornery <laughs> and he deserves it. <laughs> so we agree, Johnny Kilbasa, started the show. All right, Johnny Kilbasa, star of the show, tomorrow on early, 4 to 5 p.m. Don't forget, you listen to the show at home via Amazon Alexa, the WSB Radio app, and the podcast always available on WSBradio.com or iTunes. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.
2: Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of The Mark Aram Show stay at the all Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.
0: Thanks for listening to The Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.